for me, I ended up in the restricted industry, which is quite frankly where I belong. I've never really fit in the box and I really like breaking rules. And I then opened a um, advertising agency that specializes in restricted industries, CBD to Kratom to supplements to all sorts of different other things that are restricted. So that's what our marketing agency um, specializes in. And immediately right off of the bat, we acquired some of the biggest uh, CBD uh, sellers on on the market and um, other monsters in different restricted industries. From ABC News Radio, KMET 1490 in Southern California, this is Biz Ninja Entrepreneur Radio with your host, Tyler Jorgensen. Hey, welcome out to Biz Ninja Entrepreneur Radio. I'm your host, Tyler Jorgensen, and today I have the one and only, the legendary Mia Shark. Thanks for coming out, Mia. Aloha. Thank you so much for having me on today. That's right. Aloha. You're coming to us from Hawaii. I am coming to you from Hawaii. Now, is that where you're from or just where you get to uh, enjoy your life right now? That's where the shark life takes place. I was actually born and raised in Canada, but you know, I, I got sick of the snow and decided to live the life of my dreams. So this is interesting. So we're going to talk a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey, about how you help people uh, sell and have resources in the restricted industry space. We're going to talk a little bit about that. I once had a um, diet product that was kind of in the restricted space and I did almost all of my sales in Canada. So just kind of one of those funny little caveats of things. But so let's talk a little bit about you and your entrepreneurial journey. Let's, you know, kind of what's, let's to getting, getting started What's your quick elevator pitch of who is Mia Shark and what do you do? Oh, well, the quick elevator pitch was like, quite frankly, when I was young, I just kept getting fired because my bosses were like, this girl is going to take my job. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. And so the last time it happened, I was like, that's it. That is all. And I was 18 years old. Uh, and so I decided to start my own business. And um, since then, I, I've never had another job or worked for anybody Um and so I guess we're at number, the uh, <laughs> last count was 12 with three major exits. Um, but over the last two months or so, I've acquired an, an additional two. So I don't even know what the count's at right now, but <laughs> I'm definitely a serial entrepreneur. Yeah, entrepreneurs, it's hard to keep track because there's projects, there's full, full business launches, there's you know, collaborations and all that kind of stuff. How did you end up into what now is considered the restricted space? And maybe tell our listeners what that is. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, I ended up in the restricted industry, which is quite frankly where I belong. I've never really fit in the box and I really like breaking rules. Maybe not breaking rules, but you know, finding those loopholes. And, pushing um, the boundaries a little bit. Yeah, I'm pushing the boundaries always in business and, and life. I mean, you know, jumping out of a plane on a regular basis is kind of pushing the limits. But um, So I ended up getting into restricted industries after my last company, which was a B2B tech company, sold. Um, I traveled the world for a little bit, but then, you know, inevitably I got bored and I was like, hmm, what should I do now? And I ended up getting into CBD because it was super, super trending. Like, as you guys know, CBD is so hot right now. It's absolutely on fire. And I saw that hockey stick curve that you want to see when getting into any business. And I... I was just like, okay, cool. Well, this is what I'm going to do. So I opened up my company. It was called Caliber Health. And at the very beginning of starting uh, Caliber Health, I was faced with a lot of challenges. Sure. Banking, banking was a huge challenge. Getting a payment processor was a huge challenge. Even doing a Shopify site um, was a bit of a challenge. 
because you can typically like do the normal things like if you were selling socks for example right and so there were so many regulations and then i found that i had to set up different um accounts for different things and different companies and i'm like wow this is a lot and i haven't even launched yet but finally i made it to launch and i was like so happy and we launched and i was like and there were no sales and i was like oh crap (laughs) i have to learn how to market this thing and so that's what i set out on a journey to do and uh, in December of this year, just after the farm bill got passed, according to Facebook, that's what our account rep said to us, we are we became the first account to be able to advertise CBD as CBD actively. And so we've been doing that um, for a while now. And uh, it has been absolutely amazing. Our I then opened a um, advertising agency that specializes in restricted industries, um, CBD to Kratom to supplements to all sorts of different other things that are restricted. Think about, uh, you know, what you might not be able to advertise on Facebook, you know, vape. I wouldn't advertise smoking because that's an ethical issue. Alcohol, that kind of stuff. Those are restricted industries. I really specialize more in the supplements, uh, Kratom, CBD uh, area of it. But um, my advice is applicable to all, you know, different kinds of restricted industries. So that's what our marketing agency um, specializes in. And immediately, right off of the bat, we acquired some of the biggest uh, CBD uh, sellers on on the market and um, other monsters in different restricted industries. And so all of a sudden, I have a booming CBD company and I've got a booming marketing company. But I found that there was a challenge with the marketing company and that's that I couldn't help everybody. And that's why I came up with my course, which is actually launching on 420. Awesome. Yeah. So let's, we're going to unpack that a little bit before we yeah. go into all this other cool stuff you're building. Yeah. So when you, I think it's amazing how much work goes into launching a business before you even get that first sale, right? And there's yeah. always that balance of how much do you put in before you even test the marketplace. Now with you and with CBD, right? You knew that the market was hot. It wasn't a matter of if the industry or if the market was going to want your product. It was just how do you actually get it in front of them? But I think a lot of times people don't realize how much work they have to do just to be able to open a, a Shopify store or open a, a marketplace or open an e-commerce store. And some, some, indi- some products are really easy, right? You're going op- to press go on the Shopify site, you're going to plug in a theme, and you're going to load the products and you're ready to go. You can use Shopify payments. You can do everything and you're easy to go, you know, ready to go. But in restricted space, which for those of you listening or watching, can be anything that just isn't vanilla product base, right? And some things that you don't think are restricted are things like supplements, right? A lot of times people, they think, oh, well, it's in GNC or it's at Vitamin Shop. It must be no problem. Um, But again, my background was in diet and weight loss. And I used to be able to advertise that on Facebook without any issues. And then little by little, they started making changes. And anytime there's those those little changes, in mine and Mia's world, those are restrictions. And and being able to navigate those restrictions can be really tough. Mm -hmm. Um, What were some of those first obstacles that you had to overcome? Like, I mean, obviously there was probably quite a bit of work between not knowing how to advertise and getting approved on Facebook. What were some of those first obstacles and how'd you overcome them? Uh, the first obstacles that I came across in terms of uh, marketing or the business? Either one. Well, the first one was payment processing. We are high, considered high risk. Um, and there is a lot of turbulence in the industry right now surrounding that. And it's, it's, it's a big problem for us. And so getting a reliable payment processor that's not a scam is a really big challenge. And so that was obviously problem number one. In fact, we launched without having the ability to do um, 
credit card processing, which was like massive issues, right? Um, and it, it really, really um, stifled our checkout, right? Uh, which was a big problem. Eventually we got credit card processing, but again, uh, just last week, Alavon announced the only, you know, real big American bank, they announced that they're no longer taking CBD. And I'm like, oh my God, here we go again. <laughs> so yeah. thankfully I'm on top of it, definitely on top of yeah. it this time. And then the next thing was the shocker of Facebook being like, uh, 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 <laughs> being like, but it's legal. And yeah. they're like, Mm-mm-mm. and I'm like, <laughs> so I fought yeah. them. I fought them for so long. And um, thankfully, I had a really outstanding older age Facebook account that I was able to work with that had spent several million on Facebook ads and stuff. And so from that point, I was able to get a really high level rep. Um, right, and right. they then actually assisted me. Otherwise, I mean, I don't know if you guys do any Facebook advertising, but Facebook's customer service is anything but. So it's, it's always a little bit of a challenge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I started advertising on on Facebook in the very early days before there was a business manager, before there was any of that and have gone through several versions of of how things work and watching things get shut down. And the, the first wave of the of Facebook slaps before they really had rules, you could do anything. And so it's been interesting watching because you what I like, we kind of call it a pendulum, right? And as it swings back and forth and how strict things are in, in this space, you know, some people think, oh, if it's legal, then it must be okay and easy to collect, you know, get a payment processor or do advertising. It's like, well, MasterCard and Visa might have different rules than the FTC or than, or than the federal government. And in order to use them, unfortunately, you got to follow their rules. And so, yeah. so you guys, you work through that basically by using kind of high level contacts. Obviously, not everyone has multi-million dollar Facebook accounts. How are they going to be able to get through stuff? That's a really good question. Honestly, there's in the course that I'm um, launching on 420, I'm teaching the whole nine yards. And the fact of the matter is, is that right off the bat, you are not going to get approved to be able to do that. And you are also going to get shut down. But I teach you the methods to ensure that if, if and well, when you get shut That's down, your income doesn't go to zero. And we teach you those things that would trigger like you getting shut down. And so we give you all of that information that I've learned over, you know, the last year or so in this business. And, you know, after spending so much money and then just, you know, getting shut down, having, having the pixel information, like go yeah. bye bye. Like yeah. we teach you all of that in that course. And so thank goodness. I mean, for that, the people who have gotten that information so far are doing absolutely fantastic. We're scaling them up to a million dollars a month right now using the information and the strategies. And so it's just really exciting that I'll be able to help more people with the launch of the course. I'm really, really stoked. <laughs> yeah. And so you've got a course coming out, but you've already published a book on this subject, right? Tell us a little bit about your book. Yeah. So I published an initial uh, volume of it uh, in December and it was called Secrets to Marketing in Restricted Industries. And then just recently, actually last Friday, I launched the uncensored version of it, uh, which actually gives a lot of my tips away. And so we teach you um, the different tools that you're going to need to be able to use to create your marketing machine, how to put it together, some tips and tricks for Facebook ads, some tips and tricks for your ClickFunnels, for your bots, for your SMSs, for your Shopify stores, for your private label, a whole bunch of stuff. And the best part about the book is that if you get it now, I think we have like seven, we're giving away, we gave away 50 free copies. I think we might have about seven left. 
And so if you guys nip over to the website and claim it now, you'll actually get a free copy. Otherwise, it's going to be uh, $59.97. And so nip over there and get it. But the best part is, is that you get my bots. You get my email sequences. You get my funnel. So hack it and use it because I'm using the same template for everything. So take a look at it and use that stuff. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, uh, that's at sharklifemedia.com, right? So people, yeah, sharklifemedia.com. Okay. So we're going to go into your course a little bit, but I want to, you know, I, I like to kind of, we move two steps forward and then go backwards into the back. Space. Love it. So, you know, growing up in Canada, you realize, man, I'm not an employee. That's just not who I am. What was your very first soiree into entrepreneurship? <laughs> okay, this is actually kind of funny because it really fits with what I'm doing right now. So I was 16 years old and I always loved planning events and stuff. And so this I call it the summer of 16. I spent a summer, it was my first summer living alone. I was up at a beach. It was called Sauble Beach in Ontario, Canada. And me and my friends decided that we wanted to throw a quote unquote rave. And we had a whole bunch of friends that were really good DJs and had contacts and stuff with other people. And I was like, yeah, that's awesome. So me and a group of my friends um, threw a gigantic crazy rave and it was amazing. Um, and I ended up kind of being the project manager for that. And it was a whole ton of fun. And of course, it was really interesting for me to actually sit back and watch too, because I'm pretty sure I was the only sober one. Um, but it was a really good experience to watch, like how organized chaos like unfolds if you plan it right. So sure. it was very, very neat. It was um, that was my first entrepreneurial event was a rave. <laughs> That's pretty big, and I think for a lot of teenagers like that have a little bit of that entrepreneurial spirit. They probably were that friend that organized that thing. But it sounds like you took it to a whole another level. <laughs> and that's just how you do it, right? Like Mia doesn't play small. Yeah, it's true. Plus, I mean, there was nothing else to do up there. So I had to do something. <laughs> I get bored real quick. So. <laughs> All right. So that's 16. What's round two? What was the next thing where you're like, okay, I can tell I'm not following the same pattern as everyone else. Uh, round two was when I got called out in college, breaking rules again. Yeah. Um, one of my uh, mentor teachers was like, Mia, I see what you're doing. And what I was doing was I was learning everything I needed to do, but I was paying other people to do some of my assignments and stuff. And he's like, you're never going to be a designer. You're never going to be a programmer. You are going to be a project manager. So I've selected five people out of a class of a thousand to come into my project management um, specialization. And you have to be there because you're going to fail if you don't. <laughs> like This is where you need to go. <laughs> right. And so here's your opportunity. And so that was an incredible opportunity that I didn't even realize at the time. Um, we ended up working on uh, a couple different accounts that were absolutely out of this world. One of them ended up being Etsy and one of them ended up being Basecamp. And so it was just crazy to be at the very, 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 very seed beginnings of those incredibly huge companies and see what a startup really has to go through. And so that was super unique. How cool that you had um, a professor that saw that and didn't see it as a negative, but instead helped you nurture it. And exactly. That's exactly. pretty awesome. Exactly. I couldn't do more. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, a lot of times entrepreneurs don't fit into the educational system, not because they don't need to go get an education, but because people within that system aren't willing to adapt to their level of creativity, but that's, yeah. that's just a really cool experience that you're able yeah. to. Yeah, I couldn't agree, I couldn't agree more. And folks don't pay your, you know, other fellow students to 
do your work. It's not good. No, not, not without permission, right? Not without, <laughs> not unless you're in a project management class. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that's funny. When I was working on my MBA, there was a point where I'm like, man, I've got this huge project to do. I don't really want to do it. And so I just looked and just was curious, how much would it cost to have somebody else do it? Now, I ended up doing it myself, but I realized this massive program, I could hire MBAs that have already graduated with, that are in the workforce to do it for like $300. And I'm like, man. <laughs> and I, so I, ra- I brought it forth to my teacher and I was like, hey, FYI, I did it myself. But, and I kind of talked to him about what the value really was. Uh, because the value really isn't in how to get and gather information, it's how to apply, right? And how to, what you can actually do with that. You can hire people to do and gather information and even put together business plans. But the real value is in actually executing. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I'm just, I'm so grateful for that one teacher. His name was Peter D'Souza and he really changed my entire life. He really did. And I'm so grateful for him. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about the course that you're launching. Yeah. Okay. So actually it's two. Um, (laughs) You don't play small. Got to go to go for two at the same time. Right. It was going to be three, but the third one is going to launch a little bit further down the road. Um, So there's two courses. The first one is called CBD A to Z. And in CBD A to Z, we cover CBD A to Z. Um, So we go through what is CBD? I mean, we start at the very bottom of the chain. Good. Yeah. What is a restricted industry. And then we go into a couple different restricted industries. I actually also talk about Kratom and supplements in this course, even though it's called CBD A to Z. Um, and so we talk about those different things and what they are. And then we talk about where to find a supplier, how to test your different products and stuff, and how to choose a really great supplier, what business model to go with, how you're going to handle fulfillment. Um, then we get into how to private label. And that's a lot of fun for me because uh, I'm going through that with a whole bunch of different people right now. Um, and design is just the funniest, funnest part for me. I always love getting design deliverables. Um, so we talk about uh, the aspects of private labeling. Then we talk about day-to-day operations. And we talk about how to... We do actually... We, it's, it's done with you. And so you guys get to sit over my shoulder while I build out an entire Shopify store. So you don't have to pay somebody you know, $2,500 to build that out for you. I'm going to show you step-by-step exactly how to do it. So that's, it's, it's a big course. It's a lot of fun. There's tons of information in there. Um, I mean, we cover even the little tiny things that you don't even think about, like how to open a restricted bank account, um, for, you know, an industry that's maybe gray area, how to set up your LLC to protect you, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot of teeny things in there that you guys don't think of payment processing, for example, how to not get scammed by a payment processor, like somebody that, you know, got 40 grand or 50 grand, you know, taken last week kind of a deal. There's a ton of little things in there that you guys wouldn't even think to think about when you're opening up, you know, a regular uh, e-com business. And so very different. Exactly. Who's that? Who's that for? Is that for uh, someone who's wanting to launch a business in CBD, someone who's wanting to launch any kind of business in the restricted space, someone who already has a business Who's the ideal person for that course? The ideal person is going to be somebody that's just starting out and getting into CBD. Though, to be fair, a lot of the people that already have CBD companies, I see them doing little things that are maybe not quite right um, and would benefit from that as well. So people that are making, I would say, under $5,000 from their store per month, that's probably going to be a really, really good starter for them. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. And then, but course number two. Course number two. So course number two um, is actually made for everybody that's in e-com. Um, it's not just for restricted industries, 
but it works specifically for restricted industries, unlike other marketing schemes that, well, plans that uh, would work for, you know, selling socks or something like that. This is how you have to market restricted industries uh, from my experience. Um, and so what we talk about in uh, course number two, it is called uh, Marketing Uncensored. And the campaign associated with that is absolutely hilarious. Um, so Stay tuned for those commercials. <laughs> It'll catch okay. your eye. And so in that course, we talk about laying out um, your marketing machine. So we go through uh, how to lay it out in analytics. Um, and then we go into exactly what you're going to need to build out. And we do it with you. So again, you're sitting over my shoulder while I'm building out an entire you know, funnel series. Um, when I'm building out an entire bot series, as I'm building out an entire... Um, series of text message campaigns um, as I'm building out um, bots, chat, okay, chat bots. Oh, and email sequences. They're super, super, super important. So we go through that as well. And then, of course, once you've got your marketing machine built, you're going to need to fuel it with traffic. And so obviously we go into uh, Facebook ads and how to actually uh, get your ads approved and use them to scale uh, using your marketing machine. Very cool. Yeah. I love it. That's good. I mean, obviously every entrepreneur thinks they have an amazing product and offer and then they don't know how to actually get it to the marketplace, right? Yeah. But I've made this amazing. You know, when I talk with a lot of what I would call more kind of like old school business consultants that are talking about, they just talk about building a better mousetrap. Well, if you build a better mousetrap, then the whole world will beat down their door to get to, you know, well, and I'm like, ah, they still have to know. You still have to at least tell somebody about it, right? Mm -hmm. and, and you can wait for that to spread one to one, or you can amplify it by paying for that traffic, right? And yes, exactly. More strategically. Yeah. Um, so, what have what have been some hurdles? Like, what made you want to do a course, and uh, and has it been something that you just saw oh, this was really easy, or what challenges have been as you put this together? So, the reason that I started this actually was because in the industry, as it began to evolve, I watched it make some mistakes and spread misinformation quite consistently, um, have product out there that isn't up to standard, um, using just really crappy things. Um, CBD companies pushing CBD that doesn't contain what it says it contains kind of a thing. And that really bothered me. Um, and the reason that that bothered me is obviously because it's not an ethical thing to do and that's not the way you should conduct business. But more importantly, is that because our, our industry is at the infancy, of its lifespan, we have to nurture it like a child right now. And it is so important that all of us in the industry, we stick together. And I'm getting goosebumps because I really mean this. Like it's so important to me that we all stick together and we all act responsibly and behave in an ethical way. Um, and so for me, I saw it happening. And at first it made me upset, but then I looked at it from a different perspective and I was like, okay, I have the opportunity to change this and make this better. And for all of those people that are coming into the industry, and maybe they don't even know what they're doing wrong, I can educate them and I can teach them and I can help them make it better. And so that for me was a catalyst to getting into the course. But I feel like the real catalyst is the fact that with any agency, there is a ceiling where you can only accept right. so much and given that we are very high end, we've only been able to work with a, no, a number of uh, the high end um, CBD yeah. sellers uh, on on the internet and actually in you know retail outlets and stuff. 
and it didn't allow me to be able to get in and help other people um, that are, you know, at that smaller range, under $10,000 a month. And so for me, I really do still want to help them. It's just, unfortunately, I can't, like, I don't have enough bandwidth to be able to help everybody. Yeah. Right. So um, I decided that I was going to do the done with you course so I could teach them all how to start a um, responsible CBD company and get that up and going uh, using the techniques and the methods that have worked for me and my clients um, that have made us millions and um, show actually how to do it one-on-one. I'm, I'm super, super techie. And so I teach tech really, really good over like my shoulder. And so we walk, you know, I walk you through it like one-on-one. And then, um, of course, I get to interact in uh, the one-on-one Facebook groups uh, that we have um, for our exclusive uh, course attendees. So super excited about that. Very cool. I love it. Yeah, I think, you know, that's a natural thing, right? We, we can only help so many either one-to-one or even even one-to like a group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the course allows you to really help more people. I think you're absolutely right when you say, especially young markets, if you don't really nurture them, uh, then a few people, a few rotten eggs can can really spoil the whole batch, right? Or a few, a few bad apples can spoil, spoil the whole bunch. Mm-hmm. And so by, it sounds like what your goal is of the course is to really help everyone stay in compliance, do it correctly so that the whole industry rises together, which is pretty mm-hmm. Absolutely. But to me, entrepreneurship is all about building the life that we want rather than being subjected to right, somebody else's vision. What's one major item on your personal bucket list that you're going to accomplish this year? I mean, it sounds like you're diving out of planes and doing per- crazy stuff already, but what's, you know, what else? Uh, okay. So there's a couple things. I'm working on getting my pilot's license. Very cool. Yeah. Which is really, really cool. Cause I want to buy a plane. <laughs> like that's awesome. People can buy cars and like Rolexes. I go and buy planes. So I'm, I'm hoping to do that. And there's two other things. One is that I'm doing a trip to Europe. I'm going to do France, Spain, Italy, and Greece. Very cool. And then I want to write a book. I want to uh, sit down, go hibernate somewhere for a couple months, and I want to write a book. Cool. You got a lot going on this year. You got to launch a few more companies, a couple of courses, uh, you know, finish scaling the current book you have, and then you got a whole other book coming. Yeah. 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 I'm talking like a big book, though. Like, I'm talking like a novel style, like crazy, probably a series of three. So. Nice. So actually like a, like a, a fiction based book or like a, a uh, based on a true story. Very cool. All right. I'm excited for that. Yeah. When that happens, you'll have to come back on the show and we'll talk about yeah, it. Absolutely. All right. What, uh, we're getting ready to sign off here. What's your one piece of advice for out, for all the entrepreneurs out there? If they're feeling stuck, if you're feeling stuck, just never give up because that's the only way you can lose is by giving up. Never give up. You'll find your way. Awesome. All right, Mia, thank you so much for coming out. Please guys follow her at uh, sharklifemedia.com. You can find links to all of her social profiles from there. And now it's your turn to go out and do something. Thank you for listening to Biz Ninja Entrepreneur Radio with Tyler Jorgensen. Please make sure to subscribe so you're first to hear new interviews and episodes. If you found this podcast to be valuable, please share it with a friend. Don't forget to visit our online dojo at bizninja.com to claim your reward for listening to the show.